Hello and welcome to another Parents at Work podcast, where we cover a range of topics for the working parent to thrive. All our podcasts aim to offer useful tips and practical examples that support you to successfully balance career, work and family, and we know it's not easy. If you have any questions, please send them to info at parentsatwork.com.au, otherwise enjoy the episode. Hi everybody and welcome to our Raising Toddler podcast series. So today we're up to episode number six, so hopefully you've had an opportunity to go and listen to our other podcasts, Um, but today our focus is on the no hurting, so managing aggression in your toddler. So this is one of the questions we do get um, from families and parents who come into our toddler clinic um, that have, you know, a very active toddler around them. But, you know, that's one of the questions we always get is, you know, that they can, they hit, they can be kicking, you know, they might um, lash out at you um, as a parent, but also at their siblings as well. So today we're really lucky. We've got um, Linda Lenny, who is one of our uh, therapists in our um, toddler clinic. Um, and she's going to share some of the, the tips that they use with parents um, whilst they're visiting our toddler clinic. Um, I'm really trying to dispel some of those myths around um, managing aggression, particularly, you know, should you smack your toddler, those type of things. So how do you manage it when it really feels like it gets out of control? So we're going to spend the next 10 minutes or so chatting to Linda. So welcome, Linda, today to our podcast. So it's great to have you here. Thank you, Charlene. So I guess to start off, Linda, why do toddlers act aggressively? Why do they hit and bite and kick and do all those physical things? Well, I think first of all, it can be a very common developmental issue for toddlers. So they are at that stage where they're starting to explore their world and to test limits. So it is something that comes up um, as part of their developmental um, developmental issues for them, where they are more likely to have times where they're hitting or kicking or biting. So it is quite normal in that respect, but often it comes down to them feeling quite frustrated. So sometimes it can be something like having those big emotions of frustration or anger. It could be times when they're not able to verbalise what they need. So say, for instance, they don't have the words yet to say what it is that's upsetting them. So instead they lash out by hitting or by kicking. Um, It could be, you know, that they're getting frustrated that they're not getting what they want. So there might be something that they're not able to do or they want the chocolate bar, for instance, and they're not able to have the chocolate bar. So when those, when the parents are trying to set those limits, they can get frustrated and lash out um, and hit or kick or bite. It could be partly looking for the triggers. So working out, are they hungry? Are they tired at that moment? Because often the way that they express that is through their behaviour, like hitting or kicking. And then also often it can come about because of the issues around um, learning how to share, um, that sense of learning that their siblings might also want to play with the toys or the children at daycare might want to play with the toys too. And their sense of trying to make understand their world that there are times where they do need to share And often you can see that the hitting or the kicking or the biting comes about at times when they're feeling quite frustrated because they are needing to share with their siblings or with the other children. So that's often times where those um, big emotions are at play. And then as a result of that, you can often see the hitting or the kicking or the biting then. 
So, Linda, so that sounds, um, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think that sometimes we forget as parents that this is a normal part of development. Um, And some of the families that we see and we we chat to when they come into the clinic is like, what's wrong with my child? Am I doing something wrong? So it's really great to hear that, you know, it's kind of part of their development and um, that whole process of learning about the world and not having enough words to express themselves like you and I do. Um, that they're really developing that, that communication and I guess the way they manage um, those feelings of frustration or haven't been heard or I don't want to share at this particular time is that hitting and, you know, biting and kicking. So it's a really physical response um, to those big feelings that they have. So, you know, that, that's a really good point, I guess, to take home. And think about that. Yeah, and sometimes um, they can do it because they're overexcited, for instance, as well. And they can see it as a bit of a play that if they um, hit their parent, they get an immediate response. Or sometimes they can do it as almost like an attentional thing where they do it and almost look for that reaction. Okay, yeah. So I guess, you know, that, that that's another really good point. So I guess as parents, we do automatically react, don't we? We, we kind of want to either stop the behaviour or, you know, I guess sometimes even in the beginning when they start to do it when they're particularly younger is that's kind of a little bit funny in the beginning Mm. but then it kind of loses that funniness quite quickly, doesn't it? Absolutely, especially if it's becoming something that um, is having a huge impact on the family. So, for instance, if parents feel like they can't go out with their toddler because they're worried about whether they hit other children in the park or they're worried about um, going to daycare and having to sign an incident form because their child's been biting at daycare, for instance. Yeah, and that's a really awful feeling as a parent, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. So it can have a big impact. So it is about trying to work on how you can manage it when it happens and the big thing is trying to be really consistent with setting those those limits and those boundaries for your child. So that's kind of leads, I guess, to the next thing. So what do you actually do, Linda, when your child does lash out, when you you know, when they're hitting you or, you know, hitting other children? How do you deal with it um, in that in that moment? I think one of the things you talked about was um, trying not to laugh, for instance, if you saw it when it first happened and it was becoming a bit of a funny thing. So we want to really make sure that we're looking at our own reactions because the children will feed off our reactions. Mm -hmm. So we want to make sure we're doing a poker face, for instance, and trying not to have a huge um, facial expressions, for instance, as a way of reacting to that. But I think first of all is looking for trying to have a think about the behaviours and seeing if you can identify some triggers for it. So, for instance, is it happening at a time when your attention's taken away? So say, for instance, you're cooking dinner and at the same time you're seeing that that's happening with their sibling. Is it happening at a time when they're tired? Is it happening at a time when they're hungry? Um, So looking for those triggers as a first stop is really important because then you can kind of brainstorm how you're going to try and plan around that. And that might be a time that, um, you, you know, there might be a time of the day where you feel like this is where your toddler actually needs you to be really present so that you can actually um, try and navigate that with that that time with their sibling, for instance. So preparing the meal earlier on in the day, for instance, um, or trying to have the child there when you're doing the meal to try and, you know, prevent the sibling escalation at that point. Mm. So looking for the triggers is really important. 
Um, I think the big thing also is trying to model being calm to the toddler. So That's hard sometimes, it, isn't it? It is hard, but I think that the children really will list, really will look at you for reactions. So we want to make sure that we're a good model, a good role model um, to the children. So we know that, say, for instance, if we were to smack the children because they're, they're hitting, we know that that's not really going to provide a very clear uh, role model for them. And then in the end, it can often lead to that behaviour increasing. So really being mindful of how we react. Um, I think we talked about you know, having that poker face, for instance, and trying to set that really clear limit, but also being really consistent with our response. So every single time we're seeing the hitting, we're responding in the same way. I think that the other things is really trying to set up some really clear expectations for the toddler. So say, for instance, um, if you're going to the park, we let the toddler know when we're at the park, we need to be gentle with the other children. If you're going to daycare, remember at daycare today, we need to be gentle with the other children. So they're hearing that message a lot. And even in your own house, setting that up. So remember in our house, there's no hurting so that they're getting to hear that message um, really loudly and clearly about what you're actually expecting. Um, I think then if it's actually happening, um, so we're trying to avoid it happening in the first point by looking for those triggers and trying to jump in really early. But if you get to the point where it's actually happening, where you're seeing your toddler hit, then we want to make sure that we've got a good response to that. And what we often talk about is setting a really clear limit so um, depending on the age of the toddler, we might be doing something like just getting down to their level, holding their hands, just saying really clearly, there's no hurting, looking away and saying again, there's no hurting. If they're a little bit older, you might take them away from the action for a little bit. You might, you know, move them to a corner, for instance, or something like that. But we want to make sure that we're doing that consistently every single time. And if we see that really simple, there's no hurting then what that's meaning is that it's being really nice and clear to the toddler. We don't want to get into a really long explanation like there's no hitting me, there's no kicking me because it makes me feel sad and it makes me feel upset and blah, 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 because <laughs> the children yeah. won't hear that. We just need to keep it nice and simple. There's no hurting um, just so that they hear that one clear message and we need to do that consistently every single time that you're seeing them where they are hitting or kicking. Or biting right. and I think the other thing that goes with that in terms of what we can do is making sure that we're then really key to praise the opposite so the next time you see them being gentle thanks for being gentle really telling them when they're doing the right thing and giving them the attention for that thanks for playing nicely with your brother today so they get to hear that message for when they're doing the right thing so it's asking more of what you do want, not what you don't want necessarily. Yeah, yeah. 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 But also, I guess, um, uh, from what you're saying, it has to be, our response has to be really, um, what you're saying, consistent, but also calm. So you can't kind of let it go some of the time. Yeah. If it's one of those behaviours you're trying to target, then it's every time. Absolutely. And it's 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 quick and it's clear and it's calm and it's at their level as well. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Well, there's some great tips. So I guess, you know, just to end on this, if you have an aggressive toddler, does that mean they're going to grow up and be aggressive as they get older? No. As we said at the beginning, it is one of those developmental milestones that toddlers do go through. And it certainly doesn't mean that because they're being aggressive as a toddler, it doesn't mean that's going to continue into adulthood. Um, and especially if you can really um, jump in early and really try to model those 
good pro-social skills that you want to see your toddler doing, then we know that um, it will, you know, drop off in time. So. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the end of our episode today, talking all things aggression with toddlers. So it's just um, hopefully you've got some key tips to try and um, we'd be keen to hear about how they're going. So thanks to Linda today for joining us and um, sharing all her skills and expertise on um, sorting out and and, and helping um, our toddlers. Um, So I'm Charlene from Karatani and thanks for joining us for episode six today. Um, Our next episode, we're talking about fussy eating and toddlers. Thanks, everybody, and enjoy your toddler. Bye.